non-duality philosophy versus non-duality reality. In this episode, we're going to look at the difference between the mindset and the philosophy when it comes to non-duality and some of the psychological dangers that are there versus what it's actually like to be in a non-duality consciousness. When it comes to non-duality, I think it was like about eight to ten years ago where I first heard of the concept and my understanding at the time uh, was this analogy and this was probably my favourite analogy uh, that explained this concept to me which was like reality is like a pendulum swinging from left to right you know yin to yang side to side and that's the duality of life however where you are or what you are is like the tip of the pendulum that is unaffected that is just there swinging so regardless of where life is swinging you're still in this neutral space you could say and that did actually help a lot to have this perspective because as a mindset it gives you this uh, objective perspective versus the subjective perspective and it allowed me to see like the broader picture of a lot of things of a lot of events going through my life you know when I was struggling or if I went through a breakup I was able to just take a moment to see a bigger picture and that allowed me to cope with what was going on and with non-duality you know we have the concept of yin and yang um, you know the good and bad being whole being one bit of good being in the bad bit of bad being in the good and another popular thing with non-duality is negation and there's a popular technique called neti neti and uh, in essence you're by negating what you are not you find out what you actually are so you know you might say i'm not this body i'm not these thoughts i'm not these emotions then what am i now again these two perspectives with these two analogies and um the neti neti technique they're useful and they work but at a certain period at a certain time at a certain moment or milestone along your journey when it's introduced early it can lead to quite some distraught psychological uh, effects let's put it that way so for example with me uh, i came across non-duality before i came across the emotional work, the shadow work, etc. And so I was already used to kind of being numbed. And so when I would go to, you know, when I would absorb this, you know, not, something bad would happen in my life or something would go wrong or I'd feel a certain way. And I tried to take this non dual perspective of, hey, like nothing's actually wrong. I'm not this, I'm not that. Or, you know, this is, there's, okay this is just the pendulum of life but I'm at the tip here what that actually created was a dissociation there's like a very fine line between being objective in your point of view and dissociating from your experience and being in denial of what you're experiencing and so nonetheless what that caused most likely was a further suppression and a further pushing of trauma away because 
you know when you <laughs> what happens is a lot of the time with trauma it will come up you got the option to heal with it or push it okay so now i pushed it when you push it it comes back even harder and harder and harder until you're forced to heal from it and the other thing it can lead to is apathy because again when you have non-duality as a mindset you kind of think it oh the world doesn't exist or oh, this there's no good and bad um it's just the way it is you know something bad happens to your life and you're kind of just like just be very passive and apathetic about it and that's actually quite dangerous and so this is another fine line between someone who's in apathy and someone who's in non-duality however like i said you know with things like neti neti uh, and um, other non-dual concepts and advaita vedanta for example they're great and they work when you're ready in in the right position and that we can you know to find out whether you're in the right position or not we can take a look at the levels of consciousness where you are there and you know just as a disclaimer the levels of consciousness wherever you are on that map it's just a map it doesn't make you a better person or less of a better person than anyone else all it is is a map to the opening of your consciousness and how far you can open it as well as a map to show well a map that defines where each level is and what the limitations of the mind are at each level until you reach the thousand the absolute and so with the level of consciousness non-duality when you're there as non-duality being your reality what's happened is you've actually released the hook you released the entanglement of the majority of your energy or the heaviest emotions and trauma so what actually happens is you've gone through a healing process of the things that grab your attention and pull you out of the present moment which again usually is just some sort of emotion stress fears trauma you know things that have happened in the past that are triggers triggers are keep pulling you out of the present moment all of these things are like um attention grabbers but what's happened when you've reached non-duality as a level of consciousness is that you've released the hook so these things don't grab your attention as much anymore and naturally you're in this objective perspective or paradigm because things aren't grabbing your attention so that's the key distinguishment there is that you're not forcing yourself to be objective you're not forcing yourself to look at things in a non-dual way they just naturally are that way because you've healed a lot of the things and you've released a lot of the things that are taking your attention out of the way and another important point is by the time you're at non-duality um and the step before non-duality which is presence you actually unlock an the ability to access your subconscious at a much deeper level I was someone who's doing a lot of shadow work and emotional healing uh, and that was like my main practice my main thing like I would always pretty much every day be doing a bit of that and you know I'd be meditating up to 2 plus hours a day however when I got up to presence and before non duality I realized oh like 
even though I was healing a lot of trauma and going through cycles of healing, you don't really access the deepest layers of your subconscious until you reach this level of consciousness because only now have you reached the capacity to be able to hold and be present with the deepest aspects of your quote-unquote shadow or your subconscious um, blocks or programming and so because you're able to reach these bottom depths and layers you actually heal and release the heaviest of your karmas not all but the heaviest of your karmas the heaviest um, energies the heaviest psychological challenges and emotions you're actually able to get right to the bottom and release the heaviest stuff which again just allows you to be present be there and non-duality and presence are known as to be a spiritual maturity or when you reach spiritual adulthood and the reason for this is because at this point you've gone beyond energy so even when we talk about love bliss peace and a lot of the higher uh, or you could say the more elevated emotions and as well as the feelings and things that we pick up with our our extra senses you know such as the astral realm and things of that nature these are still entanglements even though love bliss and peace feel much lighter and feel great it's still an entanglement now if you're not at if you're not on the brink of non-duality yet or presence yet it's completely fine enjoy the love enjoy the bliss enjoy those emotions however there comes a time where you have to go beyond energy so a lot of the times in spirituality and spiritual work we get caught up a lot with energy work with our chakras with our kundalini However, there comes a time where you have to go beyond it and when you go beyond it, a lot of it actually almost self-manages. And this is not to be confused though with the bliss that is often associated with enlightenment and with non-duality. There's a reason why a lot of the time um, you hear teachers saying that you can't describe the feeling and that's because you won't know it until it's there however bliss is probably the most common word used you know satchit uh, ananda bliss is the ananda and so even though it's called bliss it's not the experience of bliss that you're that you're feeling uh, you're feeling the awareness the non-personal self the non-dual self and that is a feeling that you know whatever situation comes your way whatever emotion comes your way that awareness that presence is there and remains there and so in one sense you're unaffected by it and so that's the scope of non-dual philosophy versus non-dual reality the philosophy is a mindset it's a belief that you know um, there is the duality of life however you are beyond that 
you are this you know the pendulum swing goes side to side but you're this point that doesn't move there's a belief to that you know going to the objective perspective living in the objective reality of life there's the belief system of that but then there's the reality of that to where you're not forcing yourself to be objective you're not forcing yourself to be in presence or awareness and you're not forcing yourself to negate your thoughts or emotions because that can lead to some psychological issues such as apathy such as pushing your trauma further back and uh, overall numbness and denial of your experience whereas when you're in the non-duality reality you've liberated yourself from a lot of the emotions and the entanglements to them the emotions energies traumas and so your attention naturally resides and rests in a deeper space in a deeper being and lightness and this is the spiritual maturity the spiritual adulthood because you're going beyond energies you're going beyond all of your senses you know not just your five senses your sixth sense and whatever your clear audience your clear sentience your everything you're going a step beyond that and you know just like as it's just like as kids you know you're having fun playing with your toys or you're having fun playing your video games there comes a time where you're like okay i gotta grow up now i gotta go beyond that and that's what non-duality is going beyond that however you know it's not a thing to be rushed it's not a thing to be forced if you're enjoying love bliss and peace that comes up with you know that comes with the energy work that you do enjoy it um, love it but when you go to non-duality the bliss that's described with that or the bliss that's described with enlightenment isn't the experience of bliss it's the resting in awareness and being undisturbed which is then portrayed as being a different kind of bliss because with this feeling you can have sadness you can have anger you can have love and you can have happiness but it doesn't affect you and how you feel on what you are or your identity of what you are so that's it for this episode if this produced any questions or if you need any other further clarification let me know below and if you want to find out where you are on your journey with the levels of consciousness or if you wanted some further insight on what to do as your next step then you can just visit my website and i do one-to-one sessions as well as that if you're going through some trauma if you're going through emotional healing or if you're just a beginner in meditation i've got free meditations for both beginners and those who want to do emotional healing based work so check that out for sure And other than that, you know, like, comment, subscribe and have a beautiful day.